Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. The story of the Transfiguration is one of the more mysterious and head-scratching stories in the Bible. The disciples were obviously confused as they saw Jesus' clothing light up in glorious splendor before them. And then, to add to it, the presence of Moses and Elijah there, and the voice of God Almighty coming from the clouds, saying, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Peter was confused. The scripture also says he was terrified. I can see that. Uh, He was confused and terrified. He didn't know what to do. So he got busy. He thought, well, I'll just get busy. Right? And he said, "Uh, Lord, this is good that you're here. Let's have some tents. We'll put up some tents and have a camp out here on the Mount of Transfiguration. And um, maybe he thought, I'm going to camp out here until somebody explains to me what this means. I don't know. That's what I would have said. Um, And so... Jesus told them the only explanation that day from Jesus after the events was, um, don't tell anybody what you saw until after I'm raised from the dead. And that didn't really seem to help with the confusion because on the way down the mountain, Peter and the disciples discussed among themselves, what did he mean by raised from the dead? So they still had even more confusion. Uh, To better understand the story of the transfiguration, it helps to back up a little bit and get some context to this passage. See, the Gospel of Mark is the shortest of of the four Gospels, has 16 chapters. The first 10 chapters of the Gospel of Mark are about the first 33 years of Jesus' life. The last six chapters are about the last week. And so that gives you an emphasis and an idea about what's going on here. Um, Our our verse today, our verses today from chapter 9 of the Gospel of Mark, and in chapter 11, Jesus heads into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. So the transfiguration story takes place not long before the last week of Jesus' life. Time was running out for him and the disciples. It it was coming close to the end of his earthly ministry. The time of teaching with the disciples was running out, and the disciples were going to be called on at that point and given a great message, mission rather, to take the message of salvation by the grace of God through faith in Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. That was the mission. They were called to. It was a huge mission. It would be hard. They would suffer. Many would die. The world, the flesh, and the devil would work continuously to make them lose heart, to lose faith, and to fall away. And at this point, with this right before them getting ready to take place, they were still confused as to what it all meant. So God the Father in His infinite wisdom gave the gift of the transfiguration to them. 
to Peter, James, and John. He gave them this mountaintop experience to remember while they were struggling in the work of spreading the gospel. This was like a touchstone for them. God let Peter, James, and John see a glimpse of his deity as Jesus' clothing lit up before them. He let them know that Jesus is the light of the world. And the light of the world was fully manifested in him. He let them see that the law and the prophets, represented by Moses and Elijah there on the mountain before them, both and all pointed to and found their fulfillment in Jesus. And if this wasn't enough, God spoke to the disciples and told them, this is my beloved son. That voice of God wasn't for Jesus. He knew who he was. It was for the disciples. This is my beloved son. Listen to him, the voice said, the voice of God said. The transfiguration was a mountaintop experience like no other. It took a while for the meaning to sink in. But after the Holy Spirit filled them on Pentecost, it became clear. Jesus, the son of the living God, was living in them. They didn't just go in their own power with the gospel message. The power of God was in them by faith. They had the power of God in them. The voice that God spoke from the cloud on that mountaintop would speak to them, would guide them, would counsel them as they in faith took the message of Jesus to the world. I think this is a message of the, of the transfiguration. It's a message for the disciples, but it's also the message for us today. Children of God, always remember who you are. Always remember who you belong to and who it is that is in you. You are children of the living God, filled with his spirit and filled with his power. His spirit is in you to give you power to do what he calls you to do. His spirit is in you to call to your hearts and minds when you're out on the road with him. To call to your hearts and minds the words of Jesus and the deeds of Jesus. He wants you to be reminded every day. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. He's in you. Listen to him. I need this message this week. Sometimes I get so focused on my own stuff in life that I forget who it is that lives in me. It's hard to believe that that happens so easily, isn't it? But it does all the time. I listen to the worries and trials of this life. I tune out the voice of the Holy Spirit that's in me. We can especially do this when we're in some kind of trial, right? It could be a health crisis, a financial crisis. It could be relationship issue. It could be a job problem. It could be anything. Problem with our kids. I don't know why, but when I'm in one of these, always seem to worry first before listening to Jesus. I worry, run around in circles in my worries, wring my hands, 
Worry is such a poor substitute for prayer, isn't it? Worry accomplishes nothing. Prayer accomplishes everything. Worry is no solution at all. In fact, it only causes more problems. If you can relate to this, if you're in any sort of a situation like any of these I just mentioned, then I encourage you, call a timeout on your worry. Just call a timeout and listen to Jesus. Remember, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus, the Son of the living God, the Creator, the one through whom the Shekinah glory of God shone forth on the mountain of transfiguration, that God is living in you for crying out loud. He is living in you and me. Turn your hearts and your eyes to Jesus and listen to him. Listen to Jesus. I'm preaching to myself too. Listen to him. Give your worries and your anxieties and anxieties to him and Jesus will give you his peace he tells us that in his word that's his voice for us he cares about the birds of the air and the lilies of the field how much more will he care about you who are made in his image he's with you right now and he will never leave you he will never abandon or forsake you those are his words for us also. Listen to him. The story of the transfiguration can seem mysterious, but it revealed a simple, powerful truth for the disciples, which grounded them and became a touchstone for their mission that was ahead of them. That truth given to the disciples is the same for you and the same for me. So, Children of God, take courage and always remember who you are and whose you are. Jesus is with you. Jesus is with you. He is in you. So whatever comes your way today, out on the road with him, take courage and remember what he said. What God said to you and to me today. Listen to him. And he will give you peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.